0: Hello, and welcome to this edition of the Advocacy Associates Podcast. My name is Stephanie Vance, and I am the advocacy guru at Advocacy Associates. You can visit us on the web at www.advocacyassociates.com. If you're not sure what we do, and you don't have time to visit our website, let me give you a little quick overview. Basically, we work with associations and businesses that want to impact public policy through effective advocacy techniques. We help with speaking and training, grassroots campaign consulting, and lobby day coordination. Again, you can learn more about us on the web at www.advocacyassociates.com. Now, what's an Advocacy Guru? Well, you can learn about my work at advocacyguru.com, which is part of the Advocacy Associates Empire. And today, I want to talk a little bit about Making the ask, how important it is to ask our elected officials for something specific. In fact, anyone who has ever read my tip sheet, participated in one of my advocacy roundtable webinars, read my book, seen one of my workshops, or, you know, talked to me, knows that one of my main messages for advocates is to make the darn ask. In my opinion, it is almost always a waste of time to talk to an elected official without asking for something specific. Believe it or not, though, people have actually had the audacity to disagree with me on this. I know, it shocked me as well. Well, I've listened to the critics, and I'm here to say that they're partially right. See, I do listen to other people, despite what my husband says. But I still stand by my make-the-ask advice. Let me explain what I mean. First, though, before I get too much into it, perhaps I should explain what I mean by make-the-ask Simply put, advocates should ask for something specific as opposed to simply trying to educate or inform elected officials. Frankly, trying to educate elected officials without asking for something specific is a little like trying to educate a middle schooler without telling them it will be on the test. It goes in one ear and out the other. Those who disagree with this advice usually have something along the following lines. Either they believe that they will, quote, get more attention if they don't ask, since everyone else is, unquote, they, quote, just want to say thank you, unquote, or they've, quote, already asked and don't want to be a pest, unquote. These criticisms sound perfectly reasonable, and in many cases are partially true. Let's examine each in more detail. First of all, everyone's always asking, I'll get more attention if I don't. Unfortunately, if you use all the time with an elected official to just say nice things, you won't get their attention over the long term, and you'll probably be ignored. I'm really sorry to have to put it that way, but it's true. Yes, it's nice for the legislator to have a meeting with someone who isn't always asking for something. It's even nicer for the legislator to have a meeting with someone who asks, how can I help you on your issues? And I'm not in any way suggesting that these questions should not be part of your message. That said, making the ask flips that switch in an elected official's brain that says, hey, I better pay attention to what this person is saying. It achieves that goal far more effectively than a polite, I don't really need anything right now, I just thought I'd stop by. The good news is that if you're feeling non-aggressive, you can ask for something easy that, and here's the key, provides the legislator with as much benefit as it does you. Here are some examples of what I mean. A site visit. Ask your elected officials to visit a facility in the district, perhaps a place where they can meet with constituents and be seen in a positive light in the media you're helping them connect with people in the community, and you've made an ask. In this case, the ask is, will you come and visit us in the district? One of our lobby clients used this technique to approach members of Congress who would normally be, shall we say, a little skeptical of their views. By asking for something easy, like a site visit, instead of launching immediately into a hard policy ask, these advocates have been able to build positive relationships with their legislators that will serve them well when the hard policy issues arise. You could also ask for a statement of support. Perhaps your elected official would be willing to make a public statement of support, either in writing or by making a speech. This can be especially useful when it's connected to a hook of some sort. So for example, if it's National Hug-a-Puppy Week, the elected official can make a statement about how wonderful it is to hug puppies. And you can be sure the media is there to get a picture of the puppy hugging activity. My Puppy is available if needed. The ask in this case is, will you make a statement in support of Hug a Puppy Week? And be f- sure to follow up with the talking points and other materials to make this happen. Hey, can we start a Hug a Puppy Week? You can also ask an article ask for an article for your newsletter. For advocates affiliated with a state or community organization that puts together a newsletter, asking your elected officials to write an article for that newsletter can be a great way of getting their attention. Most elected officials welcome the opportunity to put their name in front of their constituents and your request that they post something in your publication will require them to think about your cause. In addition, if they agree to write the article, or in most cases to review the article that you have drafted for them and agree to sign their name to it, they will almost always want to speak positively about your issue. That makes it much harder for them to vote against you should the time ever come. In essence, these relationship building asks help you set the stage for future, sometimes more difficult or more controversial, policy asks. They are an ideal way to capture a legislator's attention without being too pushy. What about that idea of, I don't want to ask, I just want to say thank you? I heard a variation of this from a legislator who was also speaking at one of the conferences at which I was presenting. In fact, the legislator went on right before me and told the attendees that they should do nothing but thank the legislature for all the support of their issue and that there was no need to ask for anything specific. I was in a bit of an awkward position as I, well, I completely disagreed. Now don't get me wrong, my mother raised me right, I do believe that we should all say thank you as frequently as possible, and if you're communicating with your elected officials frequently, say once per month or more, go ahead and use up one of those communications as a pure and simple thank you. However, in this case, the advice was directed at a group of people who talk to their representatives once per year. In these situations, while a thank you is a great way to start out, it should be accompanied with an ask, even if it's one of the easy asks noted above. Without that ask and the required follow-up on the ask, those Lobby Day participants would probably not have found any other occasions to talk to their legislators at any other point throughout the year. And finally we have that objection, well, I already asked and I didn't get an answer. They know what I want. I don't want to ask again. I really don't want to be a pest. This one really irritates me. (laughs) The whole purpose of an ask is to eventually get an answer, right? Sure, it's frustrating when our elected officials don't respond to our asks as quickly as we'd like. Why does that happen? Usually it's for one of three reasons. Either the elected official simply forgot about the request with dozens of requests a day this happens often, the elected official hasn't had time to form an opinion on your question, or the elected official is waiting to see how much you really want what you're asking for. All of these problems can be solved by asking again. I recognize that it might take months or even years to get a straight answer out of a member of Congress, state legislator, or even city council member, but you sure won't get one at all if you don't ask again. Giving up after the first or second try just makes it way too easy on them. When it comes down to the bottom line, elected officials and their staff expect you to eventually present them with an issue and a specific solution to that issue. Otherwise, why are you communicating with them? I can't think how many times as a legislative staff person I had meetings I just thought were a complete waste of time because no one asked me for anything. So that said, how are the critics partially right? Well, I guess if you're communicating with your elected officials frequently then you can afford to spend some of the communication time on the niceties. And since everyone should be communicating frequently with their elected officials, then we all should be spending some of that time on nice communications. But in the real world, where we might be reaching out just a couple times per year, making the ask is an essential component of getting what we want from our government. And isn't that really what it's all about? Well, that's it. That's the end of this edition of the Advocacy Associates podcast, and thanks so much for listening. If you have a minute, visit us on the web at advocacyassociates.com, or you can visit me personally on the web at advocacyguru.com. Now go forth and advocate, and have a great time. Thanks again.